Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. So I called Elliot this week. I'm forgetting I called him on like Monday or Tuesday or something. And he answered the phone, but he was moaning and groaning. And I said, good Lord, Elliot, it's only 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Why are you being so sexual? And he explained that Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, uh, just announced his new prime minister, a guy named Gabriel Attal, a 34-year-old and openly gay former education minister. Now, in what's being viewed as a very bold bid for Macron to revitalize his second term, uh, Macron replaced 62-year-old Elizabeth Bourne, uh, shoved her out of the role of prime minister. So Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Gabriel Attal, the gay guy, is known for his forcefulness. Um, <laughs> one of his first items of business as education minister was to declare the abaya a loose-fitting, full-length full robe worn by Muslim students couldn't be worn in school. And Mr. Atal also imposed more severe academic conditions on entry into high schools as a sign of his determination to reinstate discipline. Brent, put your fist down. <laughs> so anyway, all of this is to say, I looked it up. Uh, he is now essentially the highest rank, even though this is not an elected a, a position. Mm -hmm. So he was not elected to the position of prime minister. He was appointed. Uh, he's one of the highest ranking openly gay officials in the entire world. Mm. Uh, although fun fact, I somehow had missed this. The, the current president president of Latvia, of all places, is a gay man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, which is that's a wild. huge curveball. That was a huge curveball. Yeah. So anyway, what do you think, Alan? What are your thoughts? Oh, I mean, I, I just everyone was sort of like getting hard over him. And then they were posting some vacation photo of him where his like butt was out. And it's a it's a it's yeah. a bubble butt. He has a little bit of a sure. bubble butt and he is proud of it. Sure. And you know what? I'm all about presidents being, he's the president, right? Is that what his title is, president? No, I think he's the prime minister. Prime I minister, think, who knows? It's France. Macron um, is the president. But uh, I always forget the exact term. Yeah, there's like, whatever he is. The the prime minister's butt is is um, is um gonna solve some. President of France. Yeah. He's president of France. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Macron is president. Okay, well, whatever. Whatever his title is, he the butt, <laughs> the butt is ample and worthy of it. Let's just say that. Was it a very gay vacation kind of No, photo, I mean, or? kind of, yes. I mean, it clearly was. I don't know if it was a selfie or someone took it of him, but it, I, I'm recalling it. I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but like it was like him looking back. And you could tell it was a couple of years old because his hair is mostly brown and now it's kind of grayish. So like yep, you, can, yeah, you can tell it was ever. probably even before he was in any sort of like major political service. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It might have been last year and he just forgot to color his hair this year. Who knows? Um, but he was looking back and and so it was kind of like vacation, cutesy, gay, like the typical gay photos yeah. you see on shit. And it, it wasn't yeah, bad or anything and it wasn't salacious by any means. It was just a dude, right. like a, a French dude on vacation in a Speedo with his butt out. Like it's yeah. very French, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I just, I was just surprised to hear Elliot moaning so much and I was trying to figure <laughs> out what it was all about. Have you seen pictures <laughs> of Elliot, him, Elliot? Elliot. <laughs> What's that? Have you seen pictures of him? Yeah, he's very handsome. I mean, come on, elaborate. You're on a podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I read the article and he's a very handsome guy and uh, no, very give your thoughts. Happy if for... he hit you up on Grinder or whatever app you're using this month, no, it would be Raya because he's the president or vice president or yeah, prime minister right. or whatever. So, like, if he hit you up on Raya and he was like, "Hello, Elliot," 
I am the prime minister of France. Here's my, my beautiful bad picture. Do you want to spread yeah. them for me? Yeah. yeah. Would you? Would you hook up? Would you do it, Elliot? I guess. I guess. I think. Yeah. I think I would. I mean, I, I definitely. I definitely feel like Elliot probably belongs in like a, a medieval castle, which I'm sure is where the prime minister lives in France. So mm. wait, does think, he have a husband or anything? He is, is he in a relationship? He belongs, do we know? So you know. He's single, um, right? But I think he's sing. I think he is single. I think I remember reading something about that. Yeah, I, I think that's the. I think that he is single. Um, I, can, oh, sorry. Can I, can I also throw out another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about that has somehow slipped my radar until recently? So every, yes. most people know Emmanuel Macron, again the president of France. Um, I do think he's actually very. I think the the prime minister guy is a dud. But I think Macron is very handsome. Mm. Uh, however, did you know that Macron's wife is 24 years his senior? As a teacher. And they met when Macron was 15 years old yep. and she was 39 and his drama teacher. Their relationship began with a kiss on the cheek when he was 16. Yeah. And before turning 17, he had started dating his then married teacher yeah did you guys so, know that yeah Alan oh, that's, yes. did. yeah i mean this is like Yikes. this is a cl- i mean when he first became president that was a big big story and it was a big part of um his narrative and the way they explained it actually was because the children were also like her children from her previous marriage were also very uh supportive of the marriage mm. and like them and they've come to you know really like him and everything and even recently her i think her ex-husband there was some story about her ex-husband and issues with her ex-husband and he was insanely private. So when he died, I think maybe last year or two years ago, I remember it was a big thing that they didn't make a big deal about it because he intentionally wanted that. And so yeah. but the press was making a big deal and they were rehashing the story of how they, how yeah. her and him met and all these things. But in reality, it's just, it kind of, it, actually, I have to admit, it kind of reminds me of my grandparents in a way, because there was a massive age gap between them and how they met and yeah. like, the family situations <clears throat> and all of that. But it also, it, sure, it, it's, a, it's a weird story, but it worked. You know what I mean? It, like, it, just, it just worked uh, between them. And the same can kind of be said of them, even though it is kind of creepy that he was 15, 16, 17, you know? Very creepy. I will say it would absolutely suck if the 16 year old who was fucking your wife became president of your country, that would be Mm. the worst possible scenario about the guy who sweeps your wife from, yeah. Yeah. uh, From, from your relationship. But I do love seeing pictures of them when like they have to go to like, you know, King Charles or whatever. And they're all just sort of doing the thing. And it's just sort of like Macron and his wife. They, 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 I mean, they're an interesting couple, and I kind of love just seeing them out and about because they do. I mean, he loves her. He's doing, and he don't care. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like you know. I mean, look, I don't care. It's not like I care, but it's definitely really fucking weird that they met and kissed for the first time when he was still sixteen. Yeah. That's also uh, a very not only a French story, but a very French detail. A kiss started with a kiss on the yes, cheek. Yes, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> El- Elliot swept. starts with Elliot starts with his legs spread, and then they work up to kissing. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Got to end on that, don't we? <laughs> that visual. Not even joking. 
Um, we are here today with God, one of the funny I mean, you are one of the funniest content creators, comedians that I've seen in such a long I mean, you are your stuff is so funny. Maggie Winters. Oh thank my you for God. joining us. Thank you for having me. That's so that's so I was kind. wondering oh I was can wondering I how long Elliot would go praising you before saying <laughs> your name and everyone's like, Who is it? Who yeah, is I it? Know, who is I it? know, I know, I know. Who is it? Is it Barack Obama? And it's been... the funniest well, content I knew. creator, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if con content creators. I don't even know if that's the right word. I'm so like lost in the sea of, of like what the internet yeah. even is anymore. But the content, you, the videos that you make are so funny, well, and you're well, such why don't a. Why you tell us about it a little yeah. bit, Elliot or or Maggie? Oh yeah, better yet, Maggie. Oh yeah, yes. Maggie, um, you can do it. Okay, so I kind of think of the dumbest thing possible, and then I hit record. So that's mm. kind of my okay. process. Um, you know why? Can I, I'll just say the reason that they're so good is because you have there is a distinct edit to your videos that is so weird, <laughs> like a constant, like slow zoom into your face as you're talking. That I don't know. I, I, it's so good. It's so good. Thank you. I do feel like some people are like, I love this, and then others are like, you need to be locked up. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I can, <laughs> Wait, I can are see you why. suggesting that people online are no? Are I know it's no. really strange for them because they're no, usually so yeah. sweet. They're so yeah. nice yeah. online. Yeah. <laughs> they're angels. Just today, someone no, someone commented, and I get this comment a lot. You look like Jonah Hill, and I'm like, awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I think it's so funny. I'm like, wow. sure. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah. Every girl's dream. <laughs> how did you develop? How would you say you developed your sense of of humor, or like the comedy that you make? Because you you do stand up. You're an actress, but so much of your your online stuff is so fucking funny. How did you get there? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I. Uh, well, before the pandemic, I was doing improv baby classic. Um, and then when the pandemic hit, I was like, I miss getting the haha. -ha, so I'm going to like transition yeah. to doing. <laughs> and a lot of people, I'm in Chicago, a lot of Chicago people were doing online like videos. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, I'll copy them because they seem like they're doing well. So. Can I can I throw out? Um, Please. Uh, I noticed from your blinds that you were not in LA. You know, like certain <laughs> regions have certain types of yes. blinds, and I was like, those are not LA blinds. So she's either in New York, maybe Chicago, maybe. Are you in Austin Chicago in right now? Something. I'm in Chicago, where the wind chill is negative twenty seven. No wonder so. you're wearing a parka inside. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the blinds are closed. We're trying. Wait, to where keep in it Chicago warm. are you? I'm in Lincoln Park. Oh, nice. Lovely. Yeah. Just like the band. Yeah. Just like, the, like band. the band. They're here, too. We're oh, all hanging out. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from here. I'm from the far south side, but okay. I live, you know, uh, far enough away from my family. But yet Distant, still a train ride love. away. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So now you also have a role on The Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. That was my first so you... big role. And is that you travel? I'm assuming you travel for that. I don't know where they shoot that. Yeah, North Carolina or South Carolina. Sorry, apologies to North Carolina. Um, South Carolina, uh, Charleston. How dare I you? I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, they flew me to Charleston a couple times in 2022. That's which feels so long ago, but yeah, I know it was the I best know. thing ever. Oh, wow, I was. Yeah, that must be a mind blowing experience to go like from doing your own thing to suddenly booking a huge show. Yes, it felt I actually was really mentally unwell during that pro the whole audition process because uh -huh. every other, you know, you guys like every other thing you get like no or like they they have and then this time they were like they sent it the 
you're auditioning to the producers and I was like what does that mean what does that mean and no one would like <laughs> yeah. no one would tell me anything I think I feel like I was waking up at 5 a.m like are they gonna tell me today yeah. and then one day yeah. I was taking a nap missed the call woke up to two missed calls from my manager and I was like he's either calling me to be like it's definitely no or yes and it was a yes oh, that was wow. so cool wow. that show is wild yeah that God. show is a wild. it's in, it's, it's insane it's an insane yeah. show it's one of those shows where you like you don't know if you're like having a fever dream or you're watching just sort of like a <laughs> typical show. You know what I mean? It's like a wild show. Yeah, I think that's why my content feels the same. So I feel like I was like a good fit like for the show. People were like, oh, that makes sense. Like you're insane. The show's insane. It kind of goes together. It's yeah. awesome. Do do you feel like a like a now I mean you're in Chicago, you're on TV. Like, do you feel like a big fish in a small Ooh. town, even though Chicago? Do people recognize you in or... Chicago. <clears throat> So, sometimes, yeah, I think it's probably the place I get recognized the most. Um, but it'll be it'll be funny. Like it, it's it's less gemstones and more like videos. They'll be like, sure. "You make that? You made the soup video?" And I'm like, "That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me eating the soup." Yeah. Oh, that's, that's her. So yeah. Oh, she's always eating soup. She's so funny. <laughs> I do that's love really soup. Great. I'm having a bit of a soup renaissance myself. I love Ooh, soup. Yes, man. I've been. What kind of soup? Well, I mean, lately I've been mixing. I've been doing this thing where I mix rice and broccoli and cheese, broccoli cheddar cheese, so like soup mix. And I mix it all together, and then yeah. I add chicken, and it's oh, sort yeah. of like a soup, but it's mm. like a it's like a it's a more textured soup. It's you know, warm. it's nice, okay, it's yeah. so nice, it's so lovely. It's, it's almost a stew. It it's is a stew, a stew, and I love a stew. Oh my god, I I just thought today I need to make Partier. a stew. Oh, yes, because it, it's so let's well. Go. It's it's let's cold get, outside. I mean, it's not as cold as it is in Chicago. Here, we're in LA, but still, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's kind of stew weather. Maybe I'll do that. I just bought some red wine. It's perfect for stew. Ooh, gorgeous nice. how, how nice what's night, the weather yeah. in la you guys all in la yes yeah we it's are. like 60 we wait are. what is it it's no it's 55 degrees outside right now <sighs> yeah it's 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 cold for la standards i was in vegas this weekend and it was in the 50s and it was it was cold wow. i was wearing yeah. shorts Brent had, Brent had a couple shows this weekend what oh shout <laughs> out Brent, Brent, i said Brent had a couple of stripping shows uh, <laughs> pole shows yeah, this that's weekend what he was, that's what he was wait i need to the, the guy who hasn't taken his shirt off since 1998 had stripper shows in Los Wait, Maggie, Sorry, I have Andrew. to ask you about this video series you do because I mean I love anything sort of like holiday themed, and I'm yes. all, I'm just a sucker for anything. And I love that like content creators have like started leaning into the holidays. Whenever October starts, it's like let's do this, and you do yes. it with Parker Callahan, a, Parker Callahan, yeah, Christmas and Park Halloween series. Yeah, we started doing it last year. We did like a few Halloween videos, but then we really were like, let's do 12 days of Christmas and people really were into it. So we were like, we'll do it again next year for Halloween and the holidays. And what, are, and what do I they consist know. of? Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I want, I just, I want, I, I want others running to in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, uh, I just I would say chaotic, very gay. They're just, yeah, they're chaotic yeah. and gay. They're <laughs> yes. just they're just ridiculous and perfect. And there's one where Parker it, Parker's it's so stupid and I love it. Parker literally is like, there's a slow zoom and he's like, I live for Santa Claus, Claus, Claus. Live for Santa. And Maggie's like, it's a slow zoom on Maggie, and she's like, that's not the song. And he's like, yes, it is. It's it's nothing. Like it's it's, it's so nothing. small. Yes. But the chaotic slow zoom of him being like, mm, that's the song. And you're like, that's not the song. It's perfect. <laughs> and, and I'm literally like, it's so funny. But I wonder how quickly did you, are, are you like, I know, how, do, how quickly do you plan something like that? And, and we're, we all do this kind of stuff. But I'm always fascinated by how much thought goes into it when it is so perfectly small. 
Yeah, I, we we usually come together and like film them all in one day, and like I'll bring right, right. I'll bring six ideas, he'll bring six ideas, and then we'll just go for it. I think the one of the biggest things is he edits the videos, and he's a ge- right. genius editor. A genius. Like if if I edited them, like people they would not be getting this right. You'd be like delete this now. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes people don't really even fully understand that so much of the genius of comedy comes in editing. Yes. Now more than ever, yes. chaotic edits, yeah. <laughs> the way you edit chaotically or, or any or or anyone, you know, like if an editing editing is done right, it's 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 brilliant and it really changes the pace completely of something or it can totally drain the comedy or the life out of it if it feels yeah. Too I was slow just or talking too, with someone about that, about it. like the impact of reality TV on comedy yes. editing and how we edit. Things. Yes, Jake Johnson. I was I was interviewing Jake Johnson, and he was saying that like because of his new film, it's like about a reality show that you could die on, basically. And he's like, the editing is just different these days because of you know reality TV. Yeah. Well. Go ahead, make it. No, no, you go. No, no, you please. <laughs> oh God, I was gonna say like. I some some clip came up like remember those shows MTV Next? Yeah. Oh, of course. Right, yeah. like those those like after school sort of disgustingly sexual, but featuring kids who were like barely nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the ed- that you watch them now and they have such a they're not slow. They were fast for the times, mm-hmm. but now they feel slow and staticky, so that the the campiness is inherently there before you can even finish the yeah. clip. And now that would seem like a purposely chaotic edit. <laughs> yes. But back then it was like, nope, this is cool. Like a gay guy getting off a bus being like, you know, I only, you know, eat two types of cookies or I, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but it's just like, it was so staid. And now it would be like, everyone's just too sophisticated to, you know, not think that was just was there, absolutely Maggie, ridiculous. was there anything like similar to what Ellie's talking about? Was there anything from like, your childhood that you like watched or binged or just were obsessed with that you think like had a huge influence on the comedy and the comedic stuff that you do now? Oh my God. Everything. I mean, my mom was like a big SNL head. So we watched that all the time and I have two older brothers. So we were constantly watching like Adam Sandler, Chris Farley movies. It was very like masculine energy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was in high school and I like finally watched like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. I was like, oh, women, like I could do comedy too, actually. Women can actually be funny. It's yeah. interesting. <laughs> right. Um, that's so cool. Interesting. That's interesting. Amazing. That's amazing. Shocking. About. Yeah. Shocking. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I think I was before like, I'm 33. So I was like before like, you know, YouTube, like I, I was, I'm kind of glad I wasn't part of that world because I would have been making horrible YouTubes and I wouldn't be here today probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, by the way, <laughs> the rest cool. of us made horrible YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, I'm a little younger than you, but like I've, I've made my fair share um, of horrible YouTube. Okay. And you're still here. So maybe I'll, I would be okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little younger than you. <laughs> that's the punchline. Is that true? No, that's, that's the punchline. That's the, that's the punchline. <laughs> so, so claims Alan. Alan's like twice my age. Well, you can't deliver age. a joke with someone who doesn't know your age. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? No, totally no. The brilliance is the brilliance is she believed me, and that made me feel oh good, Alan. <laughs> That's the joke. Go jump Absolutely. off a bridge. <laughs> the joke. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I mean, I love that. But no, yeah. My yeah. Also- favorite. I I did. We didn't have cable in my house, which was so embarrassing. But sure. so I feel like I was always watching. So embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Shout out to my parents. Um, 
<laughs> but eventually, Your intellectual parents. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Not even no. And then we we eventually, me and my mom watched Arrested Development together all the time, mm. and yeah. that is my I think favorite show in the world, and like influenced my comedy. And I think me and Parker mm. talk about like this the repetition in that show, like killing, like just beating it to death with like repeating the to same the thing over and over. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's love it. Yeah. Ugh. Can I ask with as as so you were the only girl in your house with two bro- like it was just you and then you have two older brothers yes yeah and a mom but yeah and a mom yeah, yeah and a mom her. of course <laughs> but for some reason I feel like when you talk about like Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and I again this is such general generalizing generalizing but I feel like in Chicago I just think of like turtlenecks and <laughs> football and like stew and it feels like. A very masculine house. Yeah, I mean it. It's funny because I have a father who I would say is like very straight man, but is from where I'm from on the south side. It's all like Irish uh, Americans, and he like trimmed his beard and like wore deodorant, so people are a little bit like, "What's wrong with this guy?" Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like a clean guy, and then like my brothers like are I would say more like hipsters indie are. We were a little bit less. Oh. Every other guy was like, you know, like, dude, I don't know, like football, like definitely what you're describing. And then I think I was yeah. in a household of men that were a little bit more, um, um, like I don't know, better. I guess I'm sticking up for them. I, better, yeah. yeah. I, I love how you're in the suburbs suburbs of Chicago, <laughs> but Elliot is basically describing like potato farmers <laughs> in like eight, yeah. eight, 1880s Ireland. And you're like, all right, I mean, yeah, there's you know. no. I'm thinking yeah. of like oh, no, the bears right. and like yes. Football yeah. guys in Chicago and I don't know. That was the main energy know. of the men from where I'm from in Beverly. Like it's definitely like, they're like Irish pride, city. but then yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. broad shoulders. Yeah. I mean, my brothers too are both, they're six, five and six, seven. They're like huge men. Like, Oh my God. So even wow. just like physically. Yes. Like the, the male, yeah. the male presence. Yeah. yeah. Elliot just got in the split. Um, <laughs> Elliot's is. moving to Chicago right now. Come on. I feel like you thrive in Chicago, in Elliot, splits. because it's cold. So like you would never be hot. You'd yeah. never be hot. Except for the summers with during the humidity. But then you'd probably yes. vacation somewhere cool. And you yeah. yeah, you would do great there. I mean, the, you'd love the men. They're all very manly. Manly. Yeah. Uh, love the yes. men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah there's, I think there's a beefy quality to Chicago. Yeah, they eat lots sure. of hot yeah. dogs. Yes. The last time I was in Chicago, I was with H. Allen. We were right. um, asked to mo- uh, mon- moderate uh, moderate yes. some panels at the first ever Golden Girls convention. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fun. And that was wild. Yeah, yeah that was wild. <laughs> but I didn't get to go to. We didn't get to go to any like gay stuff. Uh, oh well, come back and we'll take you to some gay stuff because there's yeah. <laughs> there's a whole town even called Boys Town. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, now it's right. They changed it. I I am saying the wrong word. Now it's like everybody's town. Everybody's town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it really folks, is. Folks, which folks which town. sounds yeah. like the the any town the hor- like the wonderful organization that supports anti school shootings, but it does sound yeah. like that, which is horrible. <laughs> it does, and right. I, I'm sure the name is better, but I it slipped my mind. But no I'm one sorry. remembers it because everyone remembers no. Boys Town. It's like. It's like, exactly. you know, I understand, I support the reason for changing it, but the habits behind, oh, Elliot's or Brent or someone's <laughs> typing to figure it out because yeah. we hear Not it. Me. No, it's, ca- it's called North Halstead. That's North, a terrible no, no, Brent, name. North Halstead. North Halstead. North Halstead. Uh, North Halstead. No, but uh, that's like the, that's like the city, like on the map yeah. name, yeah. but the nickname yeah. is Boystown. Yeah. 
I still don't. Un- I still don't fully understand what the the meat of choice is in Chicago. Because when we were there, all I cared about was trying. There was no. Uh, uh, there was no. There was no signature dessert that I could find. Cheesecake. But everyone was like, you know, deep. Eh, I don't know. I'll let, let me let me ask. I'll ask Maggie because I feel like she might have a better answer. But all I could get was deep dish. You know, everyone's saying deep dish pizza, mm-hmm. and then do- hot dog. Uh, the hot. Uh, I guess a. A hot dog of some kind. A hot dog. We or had the or a Polish. Yeah. Polish. Yeah. A Polish. So what? What is? What is a Polish dog versus a hot dog? And also, what is the Chicago dessert of choice? That's a, that's a really good question. A Polish is it just a different? Is it just a different type of meat? That's like not, something I've never been asked, and is like absolutely <laughs> yeah, like sausage. Right. Yeah, it's sausage. Um, sausage. Okay. It's more of a sausage, uh, and then I would say Italian beefs are are. Yes. Okay. Mm. That but Maggie, this is what our podcast specializes in. People, <laughs> this people is receiving oh boys, questions right? they've yeah. never received before about desserts <laughs> from their hometown. So because Elliot is in charge of that. No, that's a great. I think so. People probably would say cheesecake. Eli's cheesecake is like a big thing yeah. here. I don't like cheesecake. I don't either. Um, Me either. Think it's okay. Yeah, I just never. Even like people like you have to try so and so's. I'm like probably won't like it. Yeah. Um, no thanks. My dessert of choice, and I think it's because I worked there in high school. Is there's a place called Rainbow Cone, mm. and it's mm. um, belongs in Boys Town. It belongs in Boys Town, but it's in Beverly. But now there's one at Navy Pier, and it's spaded ice cream. So it's like instead of scoops, it goes like this on the cone, oh. and then it's no. oh, I saw it when I was oh there, God. and I was made. I, I tried so good, and it's all the colors of the rainbow, no. and it's good. Let me yes. let me say the flavors. But Brent, I, I, I get heated immediately. <laughs> um, uh, it's okay. So it starts off with uh, chocolate, strawberry, uh, pistachio, Palmer House, was, which is a New York vanilla with cherries and walnuts, and then orange sherbet as the top layer. It's beautiful. It's, it looks be- really good. It's really good. That was my yes. That Elliot was my. Just that got was what I wanted so to get. But I excited. More excited than he's <laughs> ever gotten on this podcast. He literally screamed. Well, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm, a cool place that has desserts that I think are great. That you also well, you didn't work at this place, but you did work at Disney World. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Disney has great desserts. But oh, absolutely. More importantly, tell us about working at Disney World before, <laughs> yeah, uh, after college. What did you do there? Yeah, I had a I have a Disney mom. She's kind of bizarre cuz she's not like she doesn't like have any trinkets. She's not wearing the Disney clothes, but she would take us like all the time. That was like her dream to vacation. Disney World, not yeah, land. She, no world, yeah. She was a working woman, yeah. so she would spend her money there whatever. I enjoyed it. So then after college, I was like, I want to go do something stupid. So I was like, I'll do the Disney college program. Mm-hmm. I oh, worked fun. in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom. Oh wow, um, nice. <laughs> I was a space cop. Sorry, I'm a cop. Sorry. Um, (laughs) And I worked three rides and I was basically carny. It was, it it was like, it's crazy to think that I like ran rides. I like got people on rides and and pressed the button. You were in charge of their lives. You were in in charge of their lives. (laughs) Were you on, were you, were you running through the, like in the tunnels? Aren't there like Disney employee tunnels? Yeah. Magic Kingdom is built on a second level. So all the employees are underneath. 
Um, Holy shit. I get sued tomorrow. No, I don't think I can talk about that. There's like a subway down there. And I worked at Subway in in college. So when I like went to Disney and there was another subway, I was like, I got to get away from Subway. Like this is literally. (laughs) I would would rather run a roller coaster than put black olives on someone's subway. Yes. This is one of my stand-up jokes, but I did have a guy like come to my subway once and be like, hide an olive on my sandwich. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, just take an olive and hide it on my sandwich and i was like this is a pervert like i don't know what to yeah, do right. <laughs> also elliot when you asked about disneyland every midwesterner was like we no one from the midwest or the east coast goes to disneyland for family vacations no. it's always disney world right and on the disney west world. coast in, right up you know northern west it's always disneyland so it's like there's definitely yeah. a divide of where people go and they're very different yes, they're very different world is obviously just way bigger and mm-hmm. Yeah. Better. No. Also, <laughs> well, wait, let me ask you, Maggie, because you're probably at least familiar with my childhood amusement park, Cedar Point in Ohio. I've never been, um, but I do know of yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm curious because like in Cedar Point, because it, it's sort of it basically only runs in the summer. They will pay like you. Uh, everyone who works there lives in dorms and they kind of they help shuttle people back and forth from work and all the sick uh, and all the stuff. And it's usually college age or post college age students. Uh, and there's like a culture of like, so, you know, being social and hooking up. And it sounds like fu- it sounds fun to me um, at the at the at that time. It sounds fun. <laughs> uh, was that what, what was your experience? Was it like that at, at Disney World, Maggie? Like, did you meet and hook up with all these amazing Ooh. people? Did you connect with folks or what was it like? Goofy, Pluto. Did you have sex uh, with Goofy? Tell me you know, it's like- <laughs> Goofy. No, I wish. Um, I was definitely like... It, it's definitely that culture. We all live. I live. I had five roommates, one fridge. Think about that. Oh, um, whoa. And every a lot of people are hooking up. I would say I was at the on the older end because I was just I was twenty two, and a lot of people were. Yeah. So we like were partying a lot. I like didn't really have any flings, which was like so disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At the t- I know I was one of those. I was like I think because maybe I was dressed as a space cop. Uh, people were like, not yeah. her. Yeah, maybe not her. Not, not the narc. But not even my yeah. roommates. Even like maybe. And now that I have this realization, I'm like, we were fucking losers. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> the losers of Disney, um, which is saying a lot. <laughs> was just saying a lot there were there were like a lot of psychos like people who like like i thought i liked disney and then i got down there and people were like oh. i have the entire castle tattooed on my back and i'd yeah. be like oh i yeah. don't know shit like yeah. and they were yeah. the ones finding love with the other like the people you know they were the ones like i have a mickey tattoo is a mini tattoo we just met we were soulmates and you're like calm down yeah um but definitely yeah. that energy there was there was a pool there was a not a pool uh, a hot tub at my complex and people were like do not go in there like it you don't know what breeds in there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, i had a roommate yeah. years ago who she was the um chippendale she was chip she did the costumes for chip at <laughs> so she's short and well no she wasn't particularly short which is the wild thing like she was probably my height which is like i'm five nine so maybe she's a little bit shorter than me but okay uh but and she would tell me that there were like all she wanted to do was to be a non-masked character and it was like she worked so hard for years to not have a mask on and she never got there and she said it she spent she spent years in therapy talking about it she was crazy she was crazy um but i I wanted to know if you very particular if if you ever experienced that (laughs) no i mean i I mean, especially as a plus size woman, there's no like 
plus size face characters. I don't yeah. think that I could have like tried to audition for. But also they're like for the the masked ones, like you have to be like a very certain height. You have to be able to like dance a little bit. You have to like mm. so I auditioned, but they're just I just knew that people would it would be funny. People would be like, Did you like were you Cinderella? And I'd be like, look me in the eyes and tell me you think I was Cinderella. <laughs> like I'm five eleven. I'm like, what do you come on? But I was um I mean, I feel bad because they probably were so sweaty in those things. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it's it's like a nightmare. Also, I need to know, and this is something I'm sure I'm I'm sure you can't say this, but is a woman in Mickey? Oh, um, I it uh no, Mickey is real. No, no. (laughs) I look at I look at some of the characters, and I'm like, like I look at like um uh, Clarabelle, for example, and all the videos that go viral of my queen. All the videos go viral of her like her her voguing and shit, and I'm like, you. I'm you know there's all the sexual dude in that dress. You know, you know there's a little, a little man in there who is just. Stomping the house yeah. down boots or whatever. Oh my god! So, as Elliot says, serving. Cunt. I like how Elliot serving cunt. Clarabelle serving cunt majorly. Elliot says stomping the house down boots like Martin Landau <laughs> li- delivering a line in a in a in a Ed Wood or something. <laughs> stomping the house down the house. boots. <laughs> I I will say though, people they the 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 line they told us to give <laughs> is that if people were like. Because adults would be like, I saw Mickey over in Toontown, and now he's in Tomorrowland. How is that possible? <laughs> and so you'd have to be like, and it'd be like this 50-year-old man. You're like, calm down. You, you know, sir. But you'd have to be like, well, Mickey said he saw you in Toontown, and now you're here. How is that possible? And, like, these adults, like, playing, playing tricks wow. on adults. Or, like, it was just so, like, you'd have to just come up with, like, the most... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had fun. I was like a little. I was a little. You know, yeah. trying to be a comedian. So I was like, let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. I think the greatest thing probably about working at Disney, well, Disney World versus Disneyland, I think, is Epcot, which Uh-oh. is like just frozen in I time. Love Epcot. Yeah, drinking around the world. That's what we would do. <laughs> Start in Mexico, end in whatever England, and just be absolutely hammered and down twenty two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> yeah. how is Tomorrowland not? Aren't they both like sort of? like 80s visions of like the future yeah tomorrowland definitely is like a little epcot and there's even on the tomorrowland people mover ride mm-hmm. have you guys have been there yes i have Do yeah you, like, I have. go past like a little like uh like model of epcot when it was like first mm-hmm. being built because so there was a definitely connection, Elliot. Look, at, okay, we got a Disney yeah. adult on the yeah. pod. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, Alan's actually the real Disney adult, but I'm the Epcot yes. head. I, I, okay. I'm the season pass holder. I've got a big secret is that I'm going in one week with my entire family. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so lucky. Oh That'll with be my, so fun. Well, everyone my niece listening, and my two nephews. Everyone listening to this podcast desperately needs then to follow you on Instagram to keep up with everything yeah. that happened. Please. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Where, can, where can people find you, Maggie, on Instagram or wherever you want them to follow you online? Insta and uh, TikTok. And I'm not really on X anymore, Twitter. At Saggy Splinters. Saggy with an IE. That's what that's that's my name. I'm sticking to it. Some people will see me in the street and be like, "Are you Saggy Splinters?" I'm like, "I am, but I do have a name." <laughs> I hope. Well, thank you so much for being that's here, Maggie. Awesome. It was really Thanks, a treat. Maggie. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. This was too fast. I want to spend hours with you guys. And another thing. 
So apparently, and this was actually news to me because I had no idea that even people were having this conversation. Um, apparently, people are questioning Taylor Swift's sexuality. Did you guys have you guys questioned Taylor Swift's sexuality? I have not yes. questioned Taylor. You Swift's have, Elliot. <laughs> Well, yes, only because my uh, queer female friends have. We had J- Jill Gutowitz right. yes. on the show, on the pod, and she sort of lay- laid it out for us how that whole world worked and the conspiracy theories. So oh, I knew about it through th- to that end. It feels very Oprah Gale. But um, so in the New York Times, there was an op-ed published by Anna Marks, uh, one of the op-ed writers there. Uh, and in her 5,000-word essay i guess she it's titled what if taylor swift were gay it cites a long list of coded messages in taylor swift's work unexpected pronoun choice like closet imagery i mean all kinds of like pointed allyship Uh, and she confidently makes the case that like there's this sort of sapphic possibility of swift's possible queerness of some way and she went on to claim that like some queer people feel that Swift has already come out, at least to us. Like she's sending us a message through her work. Now, Shelley Wright, who is an out uh, country Western singer, writer, person, um, who was, I believe, outed. Uh, she tweeted that. No, she was oh, sorry. I remember her. No, because her whole thing was like there was this big rumor that this big, huge musician was going to come out and everyone was like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And then it was like, Shelly Wright? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, so she tweeted that it's triggering for her, uh, not because of the writer mentioning, like the the writer mentioned Shelly a lot, but also seeing that public's person uh, sexuality being discussed, you know, openly. I just think, I mean, the, really the point is that there's, they're basically, re- this is the biggest star in the world. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, except the it was the opposite with her, of like Madonna and Sandra Bernhard way back in the day where like Madonna's, Madonna leaned into it. She leaned into the conversation, although most of Madonna's life and open relationships have been with men. She leaned into the idea of if you want to think I'm lesbian or bi or whatever, go ahead and I'll kiss this woman on camera for your fantasy. And she leaned into it. Taylor hasn't done any of that to my knowledge. No. And she hasn't, it's it's sort of it's like that it's like that old uh thing of well like Zac Efron being gay or like or even like Abraham Lincoln all the people are like Abraham Lincoln was gay because of how he slept he slept he slept in the same bed with this dude and it was like you know Abraham Lincoln was also poor and they it's like they want to sort of create these narratives of sexuality because I think because we lack actual <laughs> real stars of Taylor yeah. Swift's caliber who are queer. You know what I mean? Like we just lack that yeah. and we're hungry for it. And so we, we do yeah. crazy things like this. Well, I, I don't People, know, Alan. I think Rip Taylor is actually pretty <laughs> popular. <laughs> people got, I think people also got mad because her reps shut it down in as gentle, I would imagine, a way as possible by being like, no, like this isn't happening. You're, you know, she obviously is a huge ally and has a huge faction mm-hmm. of her fanship is is uh, somewhere in the in the lgbtq spectrum but mm-hmm. taylor's not going to deign this with credibility because it's just not existent well even her oh, team. she's very famously with the guy with the football player yeah yeah she's famously with with kelsey. travis kelsey uh travis kelsey so that's actually what i find depressing about this is like look it's one thing if you want to say fred phelps was gay the old bigoted minister or some jerk uh, on fox news or something I, I feel like there's like, I, I do find the dialogue about uh, speculating about people's sexuality a little condescending. Not that I haven't partaken myself, mm-hmm. but I find it a little condescending, especially if 
no offense, you're writing 5,000 word editorials for the New York Times about someone's sexuality and, and how literally like a, like, like you're a schizophrenic, you're like picking out words and how she's speaking to me via these words that she chose. It's a little absurd. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's an ally. Why do we have to like, be like, you're, you're one of us. We don't believe you about Travis Kelsey. You're one of us. And I I don't know. The whole thing is just so kind of like, pathetic to me mm-hmm. it feels old it feels like a weird throwback I, I, sorry sorry let me let me stress speculation amongst your friends or a you know a, a podcast is one Fine. thing for the new york times to like write post uh, uh run an editorial like this is is i think beneath them and 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 quite frankly, frankly it's classless click clickbait <laughs> you know it does feel clickbaity which is i mean and i'm not of that chorus who was like New York Times is going down. New York took because of recent things and and they definitely have politicized the New York Times in a way that I don't feel like is actually accurate. But this does feel very clickbaity in a way that like, you know, it, I mean, but the, the there there was a point and this mentioned in the New York Magazine article about this reaction to this that like the same thing does kind of happen with Sean Mendez. There is this obsession within gay male sort of Twitter that Sean Mendez sure. is gay and they look for any sort of coded message and anything recently he did some shirtless snow <laughs> uh thing where he was like on a sled or something shirtless I don't fucking know but it went crazy yeah. and people would post images of him with like he had like the happy trail out or whatever like on his like stomach yeah. area and they would post like screenshot close-ups of being like he knew what he was doing and like there's there's messages like that where it's just sort of like are so we creepy. that are we that bored? Are we that bored? And yeah. that's why it goes back to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about something about Taylor Swift and I was just saying that like I think Taylor Swift is an example that right now we are at we're in sort of like a a wasteland for pop culture for like real great pop culture. Like pop culture right now kind of sucks and it's it's sort of mm-hmm. blasé and and we're hungry for anything that is like exciting and she's unfortunately the most exciting thing which says a lot you know sure i I do like her as we established in that discussion about whether we like taylor swift or not Mm -hmm. i do like her but but i i don't yeah i don't know i i just find these conversations silly Uh, i was actually in vegas this weekend and forced because i was with a bunch of my straight heteronormative friends uh we we were watching football and there were people were betting on how many times they would show Taylor Swift during the Chiefs game. <laughs> mm. uh, and there was many. TV. I I don't remember. I wasn't really watching the game. I was just kind of that's chatting and, and I wonder uh, what that's doing for numbers though. I wonder what's that do. I mean, I don't know anything about football <clears throat> at all, but I wonder I mean, there is a real I think it's really I think it's impacted it in a huge yeah, way. Yeah, there is a currency to the power of artists like Beyonce and Taylor Swift and their fans do they follow, they go where they are supposed to go. And I wonder the impact that it's actually having on that part of football. Yeah, Yeah, they call it, it's parasocial. People like actually attach themselves to the narrative of a Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift relationship to the point where they're tuning in for that. They feel part of it. So what would that be? What would that be for Brent if he had to do that for Peter, Paul and Mary? Like how would, (laughs) how would that translate? That's what I want to know. Good question. (laughs) 
running, dancing in the woods with a free flowing dress, just singing and humming. Sm- <laughs> so, uh, I can't do her voice. Uh, what's her voice? <laughs> Don't add that, please. I'm adding it. Nope. I'm now, I'm now the official editor. Elliot's out, and I'm the editor, and it's being edited. I'm the I'm the editor in command. Is what I mean to say. You're the editor. I'm the editor in command. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show? I don't care if Taylor Swift is a lesbian. I already burned her albums after she didn't endorse Senator Marsha Blackburn. (laughs) That's a deep, a long walk. Oh, okay. Wow. Didn't know we were critiquing what our aunts were saying this week. Go ahead, Aunt Joanne. I would love to hear what you have to say. My Aunt Joanne would say, I can't believe you saved a cottage cheese conversation for the Patreon. (laughs) Go subscribe to the Patreon, y'all. It's good. Go subscribe to the Patreon. How about Aunt Anne? Aunt Anne would say, well, my hairdresser told me that Taylor Swift can't be gay because no homosexual would ever meant to be in the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the problem. It's me. Hi, it's me. Oh, that is a lot. I will say that is kind of a great line of 2023. I mean, it isn't even in my head, and I don't even care about the song. Mm, It's me. I am the problem. And it's something that Brent would never admit. <laughs> that I'm the problem? Well, I haven't been admitted that because I've never once been the problem, Alan. As it turns out. Okay, good. All right, good night. Good, good, good. I guess. Good. Bye, Alan. <laughs> <laughs>